Whoever coined the phrase, there's no use crying over spilled milk, was a damn idiot. Probably was a man, (laughs) let's be honest. Obviously, whoever it was, it was never a breastfeeding mom. That's for sure. I'm Trisha. And I'm Megan. And you're listening to Mom Flicked. Do you like how I turned that whole don't cry over spelled milk thing into a feminist issue? Leave it, leave it to you to always sneak in that Let's little do it. Bit of girl it. power. Bit of world. Um, but seriously, of women ruling the world. Exactly. We have our lovely friend Jordan with us today. Hi, Jordan. Jordan, you're here to tell us about your boobs. Yes. Well, currently we have a size A on the right side and a size D on the left side. That was impressive. Yeah, I don't know if any other breastfeeding moms have that in common. Have a little lopsidedness. I think I've heard many say that. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's name of the game. Yeah, exactly. Jordan is another lifer of ours. We went, Well, Megan, you guys went to elementary school together. We were bus buddies. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Yep. Um, and soccer buddies. Uh-huh. Yeah, and soccer. So cute. Um, but we got to reconnect with Jordan a little bit later in our adult life because we all had kids like within the same year of each other. Um, we all came back to Colorado. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we all met we back away. up and we're trying to raise all these crazies together and they all get along really well. Oh, man. When they're all together. Chaos. It I love it. Madness. But <laughs> we thought Jordan would be a really good um, person to bring on to our breastfeeding little mini series because she's had a really extraordinary breastfeeding yeah, journey yeah. that's still going, which is total rock star mom, babe. She is. Um, and we wanted to hear a little bit about it. And we think that you guys can really take away not only, you know, stories of breastfeeding and maybe some like helpful hints if you're going through this or whatnot, but just a story of like a really badass mom who like made this a priority Mm -hmm. and she's sticking with it through a lot of trials and thick and thin and, um, exactly above just, um, breastfeeding and feeding her children. She's just like really rocking an unusual, um, situation um she can tell you more about that but um yeah we want to hand it over to you tell us a little bit about your kids tell us about your life tell us everything oh my gosh okay yeah where do I begin um so I've been nursing or pregnant now for almost six years (laughs) so so if you see her give her a glass of wine yeah folks um I am a wine drinking breastfeeding mother yeah um yeah so I have twins that are both gonna be five I can't believe it oh September 1st five. um and that journey started out pretty rough um as any mom knows like right when you give birth it's like all of a sudden like a flip of a switch like mm-hmm. take the baby now feed it and I had a little bit different experience because I was um, my husband was in the military, and so I had military babies. We were in a military hospital, and I was—I felt like I was a spectacle to be seen for the delivery. <laughs> it was horrible. Like you were the only woman who had ever delivered twins in that hospital. Or something. Yeah, and it was um, really reassuring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and it was a vaginal delivery, and so it was a teaching hospital. So, so I felt like I was just showcased. Yeah, two uh, babies coming out. Yeah, twenty-two minutes Lord. apart. Um. And so, like, you have this huge show of, like, 35 people in the room. <laughs> There's a sign-in sheet. Like, <laughs> sign-in sheet. Austin's the last person allowed in the room. Field trip, everybody. I was surprised they weren't, like, 
yeah, giving out little tickets that you had to rip. Here's <laughs> yeah. your stub. Exactly. Well, yeah, they had I have the tiger playing in the background. Oh, they were like, yeah. Do you like the music? Most people aren't normally awake in the OR. I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> and people cheering while I'm <laughs> This is totally what I would have chosen. I have the tiger. <laughs> so it goes like cheer squad to like we're in recovery room and they're like, no figure out how to feed them there's like no lactation consultant sorry we don't know this part (laughs) on demand yeah and so I don't have lactation consultant until the next day and they're coming to us telling us like oh your kids their blood sugar is low so you need to either give them formula or they have to go to the NICU and so they we decided obviously to do formula right away and so we were trying to do formula and they're like, oh, they roll in the hospital grade pump into our room. They're like, no pump. I'm like, okay. Staring at my husband. He's like, where <laughs> do you want it for day? Like yours? I don't know. They didn't even show you what the pump did. Didn't really show us anything. And so it was like, okay, well, so I sat there and I remember it was like, you know, laboring for however long. I think it was like. 18 hours or something we labored or I labored. <laughs> it was like something like 18 hours no big deal though it was me um and then you know late the next night I was like I remember like trying to keep my head up and I have like milk or whatever's coming out claustrum coming oh, out yeah. all over me I'm like oh I can't do this until I just like fall asleep and then nurses come in and are like oh have you changed the baby I'm like I'm supposed to do that like yeah. okay Trying to like get up. How do I do that? And pump and feed like seven stitches in my crotch. Sure, let me get up. Oh my gosh. And so then the next day, the lactation consultant finally comes and she's like, So, how many times have you pumped? And I'm like, Well, I think twice. (laughs) And she, clear as day, looked at me and was like, Are you serious about breastfeeding? Is that what you truly want? And I was like, (laughs) Scared, like looking up. Yeah, I think so. That's what I'd hope to do. And so, that's basically the like intro to my like lactation oh, life. Oh man. It was interesting having I like that. that lactation life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we should have titled this. Well, I feel like <laughs> we live in that lactation life. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like early on that's all it is. It's like totally like figuring it out. And oh man. So it was really, really rough to begin with. So she came in and was like, you need to be pumping every two hours around the clock. And mm. I was like, so like explain it to me and like the start to finish from feeding if you're a new mom learn the start to finish because it's kind of scary from the time you start two hours it's not from when you end it's from start to start not start to finish so like if I started pumping at noon I had to pump at two and then mm-hmm. four and then even six. if you weren't done pumping till one th- noon twelve thirty or whatever right uh, yeah yeah and yeah. so it was pump bottle feed and that was your life yeah and we lived away from family, and so my husband and I just did that. Mm-hmm. Bottles of breast milk. Bottles of breast milk, because I didn't really have, like, lactation coach. And yeah. one of my sons, they said, like, he'd never latch because he had an awkward latch. Mm-hmm. Um, something with his tongue. He was thrusting. Okay. And the other one would latch fine. And so I was like, well... I don't want to nurse one and then pump, pump feed the other. I will never. The, all I'll do is be. Yeah. You'll be a milk machine. Yeah. Which I already was. <laughs> so I decided um, to just do pump bottle feed uh-huh. until. So I got mastitis. It was the worst thing. I would way rather give birth to twins <laughs> vaginally than have mastitis. Oh, 
as bad as I had it because I didn't know what I had. And I let it go for like four days. And it just so happened that when I decided like, okay, time for me to go to the ER, my husband came home and was like checking my son and he had noticed his testicle like a lump. And so Is it a thing? Yeah, it was a hernia. So we both were admitted oh to the gosh. hospital at the same time. And so I had mastitis. He had hernia. Yeah. testicle. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Very, very well educated. <laughs> very we call them balls over here on this podcast. <laughs> 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 yeah. so, Poor little guy. Yeah, after I had that first bout of mastitis, it took me a good week to get over. And they made me mm. pump, pump, pump to get it through. Yeah. But I felt like I, it was just, I was so much milk. It was like oh double Ds gosh. and... Someone went like, that sounds amazing. My sister was like, I want my boobs to look like that if I get breast implants. And I wanted to just flip her off. You're like, you have no idea. I was so mad because the feeling of constant engorgement, there's nothing. No, it's a terrible feeling. Burning and the stretching. It's horrible. Yeah. And so we, I did that. And then I was, I felt like I was good. I got it another month later. I got mastitis again and I knew what it was. So I was able to get on the medication mm. and then we were traveling home for Christmas and I felt like I was getting it again. I was like, that's it. Yeah. Fisher, one of my boys that could latch, like, cause every now and then I'd try practicing. Mm-hmm. He could latch. So I started nursing him and pumping for the other. And it was by that point we were every three hours pumping around mm-hmm. the clock. And so he would get any clogged ducts out. He was basically like my yeah, little plumber. Can, yeah. A plumber. <laughs> yeah. And get him out. Thanks, and buddy. when we got home from Christmas, um, it was like the boys were almost six months. I finally got the other one to latch. So nice. for just kept trying. that they're like hoping to nurse my son, one of my sons, and he is the most stubborn human beings. He nursed. Yeah. latched and he latched at six months at six months that is for the just first time like when most yeah. when i think the majority of people, people quit. are quitting or not yeah. quitting but they're you know getting yeah they're switching is when he started he started yeah so you just kept trying how often um probably every few days okay i want to make it like a huge thing and be like oh you want to try it no and then finally it was random one day he took just to right it right away yeah and as quickly as he took to it a year later he quit it cold turkey one day just, <laughs> and he literally we do the sign language. He was like, all done. And I'd offer That's it to funny. him. He'd be like, all done. All Stop done. I'm putting that all done. in my mouth. Yeah. I told you I was done. <laughs> and I remember, like, we had, I mean, they had bottles, but he was the same way with the bottle. With, like, nice. cow's milk by the time they were, like, one, I was transitioning them a little bit. And he took the bottle and was like, all done. And just, like, tossed it across all the room. Nice. I'm like, my husband's like, he's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so. And what about your other one? He, he kept going, right? Oh, yeah. So the one that didn't quit at 15 months, he kept going and going and going. And it slowly, like, reduced down to, like, oh, only at morning, nap time, bedtime. And then we mm. slowly dropped. And then by the time he was two and a half, almost going on three, we were only at, um, what was it, nap time. And I was seven months pregnant by that point. And he... At seven months pregnant at that point. And so I had gone to a doctor's appointment. They're like, are you planning on nursing him <laughs> I remember this. and yeah. having an infant? And I was like, well, I haven't really like thought to that yeah, point. Just do like, it. Just a part of our yeah. like, routine. This is how he takes a nap. And like, I really don't know how to put him down for a nap without it. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, you won't get colostrum if you. 
And so I don't know if that's true or not. Somebody yeah. can fact check that. I just was <laughs> that's like, what she told me. <laughs> it just so happened to be the day before his third birthday, and I literally had to sit him down and say, "No Aww. more, Mama Milk. I'm sorry." Did he do well? No, we both cried for like a week because it was really hard. And honestly, this sounds bad, but he's almost five and he still asks for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so, but it's like something that he's so used, used to, to and connected more than half his life. Yeah, it'd be it's it's like similar to the passy or you know someone yeah. else struggled with the bottle. It's like the same thing. They're it's just like their comfort. Yeah, yeah. and I cut him quick and hard, and it's interesting because I feel like. Now, like, we, not necessarily that we're not as close, but he instantly clung to Austin mm. in times when he would have clung to me. So, interesting. yeah. So, it's interesting to see how that bond kind of. You really yeah. slid through that part about um you being pregnant. So, not yeah. only do you have twin boys who are wonderful, but then you got pregnant with Bridger. Bridger. Another boy. Another boy. Um, and tell us about your breastfeeding journey with little Bridger. Oh, my gosh. So, horrible experience having the twins in the military. But then when we moved back to Colorado, we were a couple, a town away from this one hospital. I was like, I have another baby. I want to go to this hospital. I want to go to Castle Rock Adventist because it looks so posh. And <laughs> I, have, I hear they have a great restaurant. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> laughs at you for that, but I totally get it. After hearing your military hospital experience, you're like, yes. you better get the comfy pillows and the bunk cake. Oh, like, yeah. I'd be pissed if you didn't. Yes. And it's not bunk cake. You actually get to take a pizza, pizza. home. Oh, home. pizza. And it was amazing. The bunk cake was... Supposed to be Skyrim, which ended when I got there. <laughs> so you're like actually budget cuts. But they you did give you a, a nice brunch, so oh, oh that's, that's nice. Good. Yeah, with the champagne. <laughs> oh, I brought my own champagne. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so even just like this sounds super crazy. I don't know if any other moms have this experience. Like the birthing went way faster, which was awesome. But like now when I find myself like getting super overwhelmed, like it was such a good and positive experience. Like I had so much control over what was going on. Mm -hmm. I got to make call all the shots, which when I was having them, no shots. Yeah. They were like, this is what you're going to do and when. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just, I, now when I like get stressed, I will literally think of when I gave birth to him because it was such a like ohm for me, like to sit there and it was good time and like as I gave birth to him the sun was rising and they're like oh you did such a good job and it, I felt like a true rock star having one baby versus having two yeah and he came out and like instantly latched and that's awesome yeah the nursing experience for him was great the only thing was the pooping like he right when he came out wasn't pooping so they're like mm-hmm. you need to nurse more and I'm like I've done this before I can nurse him yeah, yeah. I so, can here but yeah that I mean that experience is still continuing he's 18 months and I don't think there's any end in sight. I'm a little afraid because he's more of a boob man than his older brother Fisher was. And so I'm like, I'm maybe he'll beat the four. record. I'm going to have to send him down and be like, okay. <laughs> Your brother got a cut of three. So you're lucky you got to four. Yeah, you got to four. So. so breastfeeding is your journey and you thrive on it. You're doing a great job with it. Tell us what is your favorite thing about it? My favorite thing about it would probably be, obviously, I mean, there's the, like, connection that you get to have with your child that nobody else gets to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and they always look to you specifically for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's first and foremost. But I guess, too, obviously, the ease. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, cool. so I will, if you're any friend of mine, you'll know that I constantly complain. <laughs> Since I've had children, <laughs> I have not slept a night in my life. <laughs> because I haven't 
sleep trained any of them. If they're crying, I put a boob in their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously not my four-year-old stuff. <laughs> but like Bridger, I mean, he wakes yeah. up still at least twice a night. And so here you go. Yeah, here you go. You'll sleep with us. And my Just husband's fully supportive sleep. of it. So yeah. it's like, all right, we're, we're family bed. That's nice. <laughs> That's a good point that you bring up that he supports all of this. Because yeah. I think, I mean, I don't, Derek, my husband was wonderful, but I don't think he was ever really like invested in the journey. Like he was just like, oh, this is you, you do you kind of a thing. Like I'll support yeah. whatever. Yeah. But even when I'm around Austin or like we're talking about it or whatever, I can see that he, do- it, it's a family journey, right? Like right. it's obviously you're doing it, but it's not like your job. You know, you guys are all there to support each other and do it together, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> what would you tell those moms, like I mentioned earlier, we had a Facebook um, thread last week with some moms who are really struggling. They want to keep going, but their nipples are sore or they're no latch, you know, their babies aren't latching. What would you like say? Like, what's your word? So I guess I didn't talk about the like horror side. Like yeah, your nipples (laughs) totally hurt. Mm -hmm. They totally get chapped. Um, I was not somebody that was like, Oh, put ointment on. I just kind of like let it ride. Cause I had, I tried to take more of the holistic route. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, put more of your breast milk on your chap nipples, put mm-hmm. coconut oil, whatever, to make it so that it's not as sore. Um, it goes away. Um, but I guess, what what was the rest of the question? <laughs> yeah, just what would you tell them? Like, it does, that part does pass. Oh, yeah. Right. The, yeah, it all passes. Um, oh, and the, what I was going to say before I lost my train of thought was, mm-hmm. um, the milk supply, I think that's something that every single mom is like becomes, it's like a crazy obsession, especially when you're pumping. Mm-hmm. So I've done the solely pumping and I've done the solely breastfeeding. Like Bridger has never taken a bottle. He won't. Mm-hmm. We went too long without it. And so I've hardly pumped with him. And so I know the like obsession of being like, oh my gosh, am I going to have enough milk for the next whatever feeding? Like, it got to the point where my husband was like, okay, if they have to have formula for like one, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, no, it's not. I remember yeah. just being like, no, they, this is, they need this. And if they can't have it, like <laughs> you get a little crazy, but um, it, looking back, it's just like, they're healthy. They're going to be healthy. They did have to have formula occasionally at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if you need to supplement that, that's what you need to do. Cause ultimately you need your mental health. Exactly. And I know there were some nights where it's like, I don't think I slept. Like staring there, sitting there staring at the clock. And it's like, I could like these little tubes on my pump. I'm like, I could easily just hang myself. (laughs) This is like death of this is horrible. (laughs) But I just knew that I mean the economic side, I didn't want to have to like pay for formula for two kids. And the health side, like my kids also on the breast milk. Fisher never got sick. Until he came off yeah. breast milk. So, I don't know. Yeah, That's awesome. I'm very proud of you. And thank oh. you so much for sharing your story. I think it's, yeah. it's really good to hear how other moms do it. And you bring up a really good point. Like, mental health, you need to be in your right mind to even take care of the children. Mm-hmm. So, if it's so something true. that's making you so crazy, I think your story is a really good um, story because you it wasn't easy at first, no, right? Yeah. Like to have a baby start breastfeeding at six months, that is insane. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so yeah, to all those moms that are like, I don't think I can do it, but they want to, like they have that urge and yeah. they feel that it is going to be the best for their mental health. And that's something that they are mm-hmm. really wanting to prioritize that you can continue to do it. Totally. Yeah. Um, what, 
looking back, was there anything that you would have changed if you could? Um, I guess I wouldn't have been so hard on myself. Yeah. Because I was really, I mean, it took me, I didn't sleep. And it got really to the point where I was like, I'm postpartum depressed. But I think what I really was was severely severely sleep deprived Mm -hmm. because I had gone for months and months and months without getting more than like 30 minutes here. And and then, you know, you're awake all day with the kids. And so I think looking back, I probably would have been a little bit more easy on myself and be like, you know what? They can't have formula. Like it's going to be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Cause if they don't have a mom, then they're going to be in a lot more trouble. So Yeah. yeah, just taking, giving myself a little bit more grace and honestly, maybe seeking out help. Because I never, I mean, we had moved to Texas where the boys were born six weeks before I had them. So I didn't know anyone. Mm. Our family was all back in Colorado. And so I, having kids that like opens up a whole new like nerve that you never knew existed and it's exposed Mm. to the world. And so I was so nervous, like living in this new place, trusting anyone to come in and like help. So I think if you have a support network... You take have- advantage of them. <laughs> Get some sleep. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I think it's really cool to hear someone whose journey is so different from mine still ultimately say the same thing, right? Like, give yourself grace. Um, go easy on yourself. It, it is your mental health that's the most important. And um, I hope that this would encourage you moms that um, no matter what our journeys look like, we're all in this together. Um, we're all We're all here to support one another. And, um, to give yourself grace because breastfeeding and formula and pumping, I mean, it is, there's so much guilt around it. No matter what you do, you feel guilty. Um, and, and we want to end that. We want to botch that because it it shouldn't be. Absolutely. I'm really um, sad that we got through this entire podcast and we didn't mention, um, your water breaking while the Comcast guy was at your house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, very well said, Megan. But can we get to your water breaking yeah. while the Comcast guys? Totally. So yes, I was sitting there, and of course, I'm like working from home by that point because I think they're afraid at work that I was. Well, we had moved. Actually, your work was like, do not walk yeah, foot in this door. <laughs> don't come here. Um. So yeah, he's in. You know, small talk like, oh yeah, I had two kids. Like, wow, you're really pregnant. I'm like, yeah, I'm pregnant with twins. Like, how far along are you? I'm like, um, well, about three and a half weeks. I'm going to be induced in two weeks. So, and he's like, oh, you know, just like freaking out. Like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, we You're need you in, out, the, lady. Go in the back bedroom. That's where I need some cable before I have to nurse. And so he's like back there working and I get up to like do something in the kitchen. And I just feel like, gush. And I was like, oh my God. So I just so run awkward. to the bathroom and I call Austin, my husband. He's like, we'll call the doctor. I don't know. Because <laughs> he's like thinking, oh no, it's fine. Because most women don't, their water's not broken. But if I can get out of work, this is awesome. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, it sounds like your water broke. You should come in. And so I'm like, well, I haven't even packed my bag. Okay. I am oh like pregnant gosh. as pregnant <laughs> with twins. <laughs> and so I have to pack my bag. And he's back in my bedroom. And I'm like, oh just leaking gosh. water. <laughs> <laughs> so I shoved a towel in the like, gym shorts <laughs> and I'm like hi like I'm expecting contractions to start like trying not to be all weird and then like oh I should shower but he's back in my bedroom and so I'm like finally I was like so my water broke and he starts freaking out like I'm gonna have the babies like right then <laughs> it's like 
ma'am, I'm not delivering your babies. Yeah. He's and like, Austin uh, comes. They didn't pay me enough for this one. <laughs> right. Austin comes in. He's like trying to pack his bag. And he finally had like the guy is like, still. What do I need to do? Like he <laughs> still thinks he's in it to win it. He's yeah. like, dude, tell me. I'll get the I'll get the car. I'll pull it around. <laughs> We're just, here. I'll Let's take you in the podcast. Yeah. It was kind of like a movie. Austin <laughs> finally had to be like, dude, we're. You need to go. We have to <laughs> go. We will call you. You guys are gonna have to reschedule. <laughs> get out. Oh, I get a shower in. We stop at Arby's and then I head to the hospital. So funny. We should have had him stay because we can get Kiki for like <laughs> two months later. It's horrible. Oh, that's how it begins. Right? I'm up like Welcome pumping. To like, nothing to watch. We have no internet. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the perfect leeway into. All right, Jordan, um, our tradition is our guests get the lovely privilege of sharing their mom bombs. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) mother of three boys, it wouldn't be a mom bomb if it didn't have poop involved. So (laughs) So my son Bridger, he's a wild man. We call him the critter for a reason, but he... (laughs) is kind of getting to that age where he doesn't want his diaper on. I'm like, well, whatever. It's summer. We finally have a house. Like, you can wander around without your diaper. So, all of a sudden, this was like a week ago, all of a sudden they hear, like, oh my god, mom! Oh my god, mom! I go downstairs. (laughs) He had pooped on the floor and, like, he stepped in it, freaked out. His older brothers stepped in it and freak out. It goes, like, across the carpet, onto little footprints of poop. Onto... Couch. Oh like, no. So don't freak out when you come to our house. We steam cleaned everything. It's all disinfected. <laughs> you can't That's tell. my little disclaimer. But it was like, I sat there and I was like, oh my God, for every parent that only has one child. Yeah. <laughs> when you want to see the mess multiply, keep your diaper on your youngest child. <laughs> or if you need any birth control, just come on oh, over. <laughs> anytime. As loud as can be and wild. When you, um, you should have taken a picture and then when you're like, okay, I think I am ready for a fourth, just pulled it out. Oh, okay. yeah. I'm ready for more <laughs> 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 oh, that's a good one. 